Welcome to the Inner Revolution Show, where we take a journey within to uncover the inner resources deep within our soul to transform physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. It is through this higher sense of knowing we are able to design and live our lives with purpose, compassion, and for the collective consciousness. Are you ready to start your own inner revolution? Come with me. Welcome to the Inner Revolution, everyone. I am your host, Dr. Renee, and we are back for another amazing episode this week. And I'm really excited about this show because I get to bring on one of the most divine women that I know out in the healing community these days, which I'll talk about here in a second. But as you guys know, as soon as we start the show, I always want to give a shout out to all of the people who take their time week in and week out to tune into our live shows as well as download our episodes and our podcasts. So thank you so much. If you are not following the show yet, go ahead and pick up that phone right now. Go to iTunes, go to Spotify, look up The Inner Revolution with Dr. Renee and subscribe. We need you. If you haven't written a review, go ahead and do that as well. We are now in 30 countries around the world. I'm really excited about that. So keep sending the links of the podcast to your family members overseas, any military as well. We'd love to have new people each week. So let's get back to the show. This week, we're going to be talking about some amazing healing techniques. And it's almost a holiday season for us here, right? We've just passed Thanksgiving, thinking about Christmas. So it is going to be a stressful time for many. So how can we reduce our anxiety? How can we reduce our stress? Get back and living that joyful life without feeling so overwhelmed. My guest today is going to be the one who answers this for us. And let me just go ahead and say that again, she is one of my really, really great friends. And I met her on Instagram, beautiful, beautiful soul who I can't talk enough about. And I will tell you this about her, that she actually helped me reduce my anxiety this year when I was going through a little bit of a rough patch. So who am I talking about? I'm talking about Jillian Small. She is a transformational life coach and is an expert in the use of emotional freedom technique. We're going to be talking today about quantum EFT, which maybe some of you have never heard about. And she is also an accomplished author of an absolute amazing book, which we're going to talk to her about today as well. And I've had the beautiful opportunity to read these inspiring short stories and poems in her book as well. So we'll, we'll give a little shout out to that in a little bit. And she is also known for using such techniques as matrix re-imprinting in sessions with her clients to help them heal on a deeper level. She's also a Reiki master and a yoga instructor and just an overall kick-ass mama. And so let me go ahead and get her into the show. Hi, Jillian. How are you? Hi, Renee. I'm very well. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me on today. I am so excited to have you here. I know it's been a long time coming. We've done some other things together and we constantly talk to each other on Instagram, but I am so excited to be sharing you with the Inner Revolution community because you are right up the alley of what the listeners 
of this show are always searching for, and that is greater peace, less stress, to live their lives fully and completely, and to really be able to express their spiritual essence to the fullest capacity that they can. And I know no one better than you doing that work right now. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about what inspired you to get into this line of work and anything else about what you do? Yes, definitely. Um, uh, I wasn't actually inspired. (laughs) Um, I kind of fell into it. Right. Um, yeah. So when uh, my I have identical twin boys and when they turned three, I started getting uh, severe anxiety and debilitating mm-hmm. panic attacks. And um, I basically hit rock bottom. Um, and I, I didn't know what was causing it. I didn't even know that was it. I thought it was something like heart issues mm-hmm. or high blood pressure. I thought I was going to die. I thought there was something physical with me. And I kept going from one hospital to the other, and they just kept giving me Ativan and saying I had anxiety, go home and rest. (laughs) And, and I'm like, I don't even know what anxiety is. So yeah, just, uh, I I tried, um, when I finally realized what it was and accepted the fact that I had it, I started taking, uh, uh, well, my doctor wanted to put me on antidepressants, but mm. I, I took them for three days and then I threw them out. Yeah. Um, I threw them out because my mom was on antidepressants uh, pretty much her whole life. And it just, it not only, it just numbed her and I never had a relationship with her. So then I uh, started cognitive behavioral therapy, yoga. Um, I did some Reiki. I, um, took some homeopathics mm-hmm. and all of those things kind of helped to ease the anxiety. At least I could function. Yeah. Um, like I could get by day to day, but it was a struggle. It was a real struggle and getting by and just surviving each day is not enough. And I felt like there was something more. So um, like innately, I knew there had to be something more where I didn't have to rely on pills or drops, like homeopathic drops to feel better. So then I uh, put it out there to the universe and um, I found emotional freedom technique. On the internet, I found myself a practitioner. And then from there, uh, my journey began. So Basically, yeah, I had worked with a practitioner for just over a year until I could basically it it got to the core root of what was causing the anxiety and panic. Yeah. And then I took the certification program through her um, so that I could then help other people. So I thought if I can if I can get through anxiety and debilitating panic attacks in a year, then I'm sure there's other people out there who are experiencing the same sort of symptoms that I was. And, and, you know, you know, I just, I saw what the medications did to my mom on one and then you needed another medication for that. And then another medication for that side effects. And so that just never uh, resonated for me. And so, yeah. So the emotional freedom techniques, I guess, uh, got me where I am today. And then to be able to help others. And isn't it amazing, you know, when you said you kind of fell into it, we talk a lot about that here in the inner revolution, how most of us who come into this type Mm -hmm. of work find our purpose through our pain. And it can seem like an unfortunate path for many, but... When we're, when we're through it, we, we do tend to appreciate the journey for the lesson learned. So 
you know, before we talk about what EFT is and those kinds of things, you know, what do you feel was the greatest lesson learned through the pain to get into your purpose? So I think my, um, the biggest lesson for me was to acknowledge the pain, to accept the pain, to not push it away, um, which is what I, I had been doing because my boys were three and I'm like, I can't have all this pain. I can't have this right. anxiety. I have to be a mom and be functional. So I kept pushing it away. And so basically, as Carl Jung says, what you resist persists. So I was resisting so deeply that anxiety and that. And then once I started with the tapping and it's so funny, I still remember the session with my mentor where she said to accept the anxiety, accept myself, even yeah. with the anxiety. And I, I burst into tears crying. I said, I cannot, <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I need it to go away. I don't yeah. want to accept it. So it was like that uh, resistance in my in my conscious brain that was like saying, no, you need to have this, right? So that was my biggest learning um, was to be able to accept the struggle or whatever it is, the challenge that is going on um, because that's when um, the fear and whatever could be around that the resistance loosens. Um, And that's what we do in emotional freedom techniques is we take I guess you were going to ask me about that later, but, but, but we take what it is that we, the, the upset or the trauma or the bothersome event or the emotion or the pain in the body. And then we, there's a setup statement and then we accept ourselves and love and accept ourselves in spite of that. Yeah. Right. And you're tapping on that reverse psychological point on the side of the hand And then that rewires the brain to allow you then to accept what it is. And then you can do the work to tap it through and and let it go, right? So I think that was my biggest uh, lesson in that was to be able to accept whatever, I don't know, the hell was that I was going through. (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, And that's so important, right? Because as Carl Jung is is very famous for, for teaching us all is accepting the shadow, integrating the shadow. And I saw the coolest thing, and I think you may follow this person online too. Um, so you might have seen this, but it said something like, when we were children, we used to admire the heroes, right? The superheroes, things like that. But as adults, we tend to relate and understand with the villain more. And exactly. it was a, it was so intriguing. And I said, wow, we could write a whole book on this, you know? And oh, oh wait, sure. Carl Jung already did. You know, really the integration of our shadow self with what mm-hmm. we come to experience accept and understand is all that we are. And yeah, some of us may have done things in our lives we're not proud of, or we may have been through things that were very stressful and traumatic, but it's still who we are. And so the more that we resist, as Jillian said, the more difficult it is to ever be able to feel content, right? Mm -hmm. Because that's the goal emotionally is the middle to be in contentment. This is so important right now. This is why I wanted you on the show. And this is such a perfect time coming up at many holidays all over the world, no matter where Mm -hmm. we are. And it is stressful for people because they put pressure on themselves to put on a good face, to be around family, to, you know, do all those kinds of 
of things. So this is a technique that is going to be very useful for all of you. And I hope that you really listen because it's not hard to do. So Jillian, can you talk to us a little bit about what EFT actually is? You mentioned a little bit about the ultimate goal is coming to self-acceptance and being able to feel more calm and obviously free the emotionality, right? That's, yeah. that's being suppressed. But how do we do it? What are some things for our listeners to think about? Yeah, so basically, um, as an add-on to, to the lesson, even now to this day, the lesson I keep reminding myself is that you need to feel to heal, right? I even uh, facilitated a workshop on that about two years ago. And that's what I call, that's the title of the workshop was. That was my most popular YouTube video. I think I'm like over 30,000 views on that one. So that one tells you that that resonates with people, right? Right. Absolutely. A lot of people don't want to feel, I yeah. mean, because it's, it's really tough to feel those emotions, those deep wounded yeah. emotions and to, to feel that grief or that sadness. That's why there's so many, um, you know, addictions yeah. and craving food, cravings, alcohol, cravings, shopping, cravings, yeah. right? Cause all that does is cover up the, the, the wounds, the pain that we're feeling. But when you do, get in a rhythm of feeling those, uh, the, the, the emotions, yeah. right? Miracles happen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so emotional freedom techniques, what it is, is it's bringing a situation that you are resisting or you're upset about or triggered by. And a lot of it is repeated patterns by different people. When you really look at everything or relationships and everything, you're getting the same thing from certain people all the time. So, so what it is, is bringing something and then um, that's upsetting you and bringing emotional freedom to it. So the name says it all, right? So what, what is upsetting me right now? And how can I bring emotional freedom to this or a peace of mind or neutrality or compassion, whatever it is. Um, so it, it's, uh, that's what it is to me in an essence, it mm-hmm. is bringing emotional freedom or peace to a situation that's upsetting for somebody. And it, it's a cross between cognitive behavioral therapy and Chinese acupuncture, but mm-hmm. without the needles. So as you're talking about the issue at hand, um, you're tapping on certain acupressure points around the facial area of the body. And these are end points that the Chinese have been using actually for over 2000 years and the acupuncture is still used to this day. Mm -hmm. So the acupuncturists will use a noodle needles in these specific points. And these are the end points of meridian lines that run throughout our body. So another term for Emotional freedom techniques is also known as meridian tapping. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, because they're using the meridian lines. That's kind of the scientific term for emotional mm-hmm. freedom techniques. Talking, the CBT part of it, and tapping on these acupressure points, it literally sends an energetic signal to the amygdala in the brain to say it's okay now and you're okay and it's safe to release this. Mm. So there's a lot more to it than that, yeah. but that's it in an essence. Um, it's basically allows your the brain to loosen um, though that programming or those thoughts yeah. um, that are keeping you stuck and away from living a life full of joy and peace. Yeah, so there, there's 
many benefits to emotional freedom techniques. It's, it stops the monkey mind. So we get those racing thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you get one thought on top of another, on top of another, on top of like worried about money, worried about a relationship, all sorts of things. You get one on top of the other, all the things you have to do in a day, right? All those things. So one thought on top of another, on top of another, on top of another, guess what happens? Anxiety. Right. Because your brain, your body can only hold so much. So then it, right. you know, go, go a little crazy. And then we get anxiety, we get panic. Um, yeah, brain stress. fog. Yeah, yeah, brain fog is huge. Yeah. My clients always ask me, why is yeah. my brain so foggy? I was like, when yeah. you stop worrying and wondering why your brain is foggy, your brain won't be yeah. foggy anymore. Yeah, and exactly. they learn right? To let go of that control. And I mentioned, I know you and I did a live on IG not that long ago, where when I first started with tapping, I wasn't quite sure how I felt about it, honestly, because at first I thought, well, this isn't working. I don't really feel any better. And I was kind of annoyed by it at first because I started to have more thoughts and things like that. And then I realized, oh, wait, this is part of the journey. This is part of the process as, mm-hmm. as things are starting to come up that you've had suppressed for so long. It is to be expected yeah. to be right exactly. there for a little bit, right? Because as you start tapping, you're opening up that jar, the lid to that jar of all those suppressed emotions and emotional yeah. baggage that we've been carrying for 30, 40, 50, 60 years. So yeah, yeah, that's why it's best when a person first starts tapping to work closely with a skilled practitioner so that you don't get even more overwhelmed. That's a good point. Yeah, Yeah. and the great thing about tapping is that if you're working with um, a skilled practitioner, they would typically give you, like I give my clients tapping scripts based on how the last session ended so they can tap and do their own homework in between sessions Um, with me so that they can take care of themselves in between sessions and not have to rely on me yeah so a lot of um so that and that also speeds up the process uh, as well you know so if somebody is a food craving or or you know anxiety so I mean I could have somebody come here with a full-blown anxiety Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the next time they come back, it's a little bit lower, a little bit lower. And then by the fourth, fifth session, the anxiety is gone and we can actually get working on specific issues at that point. Right. Right. Yeah. Because anxiety is so global. It's so it's that it's calming that system down so that we can start focusing on specific issues that need to be healed. Yeah, that's a great point. Now, is there a particular timeline? Does it vary for a lot of different people um, about, you know, because some people come into you, I know how it is with my own clients. Some people come in and want to be healed immediately, right? Yeah. In that one session. And it's like, oh my God, there's so much to go through. Mm-hmm. And this is why, you know, as you know, I'm an educational psychologist and I'm in the schools every week, all the time. And that's why we're working with kids very, very young now, teaching them all these alternative things, right? So that they're not 40, 50 years old like us having to fix it all later. But, you know, for those of us who are a bit older and the neural reprogramming takes a little bit longer, Mm -hmm. um, what do you think is probably like an ideal timeframe for someone who might be experiencing just some typical state anxiety, slight trade anxiety type things and, and needing to work through that? So with 
uh, it really does, as you said, all depends on the person, mm -hmm. right? And the trauma behind all the grief and resentment and rage and all that that they're carrying, which is below the anxiety, right? Okay. Yeah. So, so it really does depend on how traumatic the past, their past is. Yeah. Uh, but typically, I would say anywhere between two, three sessions to a point where they can manage now day to day. Yeah. Um, and, and sometimes it could be like five or six sessions where they can come in and they're not like in fall anxious in panic right. mode. Right. And that, um, that they can start managing it themselves better. Oh, okay. So it does work. It does work very quickly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so lucky to have a session with you and I had one of those things, you know, as I've done a lot of therapies in my life, I've done everything that's out there from, you know, uh, North America to India and, and then some in between, mm -hmm. you know, I have done just about everything in searching for my own relief. But um, I know that I came across something different with you that I had not heard of. I had not mm -hmm. heard of quantum EFT and we mm -hmm. did a session and I'm telling you guys who are listening, I had the biggest breakthrough in that moment that not was only, I'm getting teary thinking about it, not only mm -hmm. was personally releasing for me, but saved my relationship, you know, with the one I love. He was going through a rough time. There were things that I was struggling to see and understand in my relation to it. And you took me back to a past life mm -hmm. that I honestly saw myself standing outside of an experience and every thought of his came through me in that mm -hmm. moment. And I understood exactly what he was going through. It was flipping incredible, <laughs> incredible. So yeah. Can, yeah. Can you tell our listeners a little bit, what is quantum EFT and why is it so significant, you know, and, and kind of where tapping sort of went to the next level, right? So quantum EFT is tapping into past lives and mining the Akash. Mm. So, um, even for people who don't believe in past lives, it works. Yeah. <laughs> so ta what you're, what, uh, what I do is uh, we take an issue in present day that is bothering a person. And then we use emotional freedom techniques. So they're the same acupressure points that we tap on. And I use the terminology from quantum EFT to help guide my client back to um, a past life where they have also felt where they, one of the first times where they felt anxiety or fear or grief or sadness or resentment yeah. or rage or whatever it is. And then, um, because we're, we're, we have many lifetimes, so we have, we are the same soul through many lifetimes. Yeah. So whatever wasn't healed or resolved in a particular lifetime, we're still living it, that experience and that trauma in our emotional body and our energetic, energetic system in this lifetime right here, right yeah. now, today. We're in a different body, but we're still reliving that. That's why we can get so easily triggered when somebody, you say something, and for example, somebody rolls their eyeballs at you. Like that's just something 
it's it's disrespectful and it's rude but we wow we get so upset by that right right? so so why so something happened you can go back to a past life and and then what we do is i guide my client to tap on their soul so you're actually tapping on your uh yourself but you're you're talking to your soul from that lifetime Mm-hmm. And letting them know that you're where that you're there with them now, and that you're helping them through that process, and and then we could keep tapping until it comes to your soul from that lifetime feels neutral or feels some relief or peace, yeah. and then um, the next step is where we bring um, we we uh, um, we start to interact with your higher self, your the ascended master, your guides, your angels. And then we learn, we ask them what your learning or lesson is from that lifetime. Yeah. And then we actually tap that into your soul from that lifetime. And then we bring it back into this lifetime right here and right now. We bring that new learning and lesson in, and then we can actually tap into it, into your future lifetimes so that you don't have to keep reliving it every lifetime. Yeah, it, it was absolutely incredible. I don't think I've experienced anything, and I am a, a grand supporter of hypnosis, and I, I will say that if you are leery of hypnosis, as some people are because they're really I afraid am. to let go of control, but mm-hmm. you know, um, this is probably the best alternative if you don't want to go that route i think in my opinion having done both that this really is it gets you you're consciously aware you're in this moment you you know but but you do get to travel away um metaphysically without you know without that extreme element that happens in hypnosis and it was it was incredible i remember that image and just seeing her and the sadness she felt and what had happened you know and why i felt the way that i did and i was like oh my god this makes so much sense now you and know? you can see how it connects to what's going on for you right now yes. in, in this lifetime and then how did you feel after Oh my God. And like, I remember you saying to me, you know, (laughs) expect some things to show up for a couple of days or so, or Mm -hmm. into the week. And it was this constant sort of revealing over days and days. And I wasn't even talking, you know, to him at that moment. And Mm -hmm. these things were just kept coming and being revealed. And we naturally started to gravitate back towards each other and communicating and, um, all the things that I saw he shared without me even telling him I had done the session with you. And that to me was like, wow, okay, this was supposed to happen right now, which was beautiful, you know? And so I think, you know, the, the beautiful part of it too is for parents, you know, as we're both moms of, well, you know, your kids are a little bit older than my oldest, but not much, but you know, it's hard being a parent today. There are so many things that we have to think about, but when we're struggling with anxiety and depression in parenting, it's so important that we gift our children with our ability to be present all the time and to be happy because we know the impact our parents had on us and how we became. And I think that this is a beautiful technique that's gentle, but supportive and productive. Um, You know, whether you go the quantum route or the traditional route, that is going to help you show up as a better parent 
um, and feel better about it. And my kids love when I do stuff. My kids do yoga with me. Qigong is my thing. And, mm. you know, my kids always ask, when are we doing that? And, oh. <laughs> you know, they meditate and they do, they'll always try anything. And so the more we do these things now, the more they learn whether it works for them or not, they at least know they have options, right? So, oh, definitely. Yeah. And, I, and I, and I do remember, uh, how I even got through raising twins because my husband travels a lot. Yeah. Um, and I was often on my own when I started this healing journey myself. And then I realized I wasn't there for them. Like I was so preoccupied, frustrated, upset, anxious sure. that yeah. I, you know, I wonder what, what happened to them as little guys, one, two, three, up to they were seven is when I started doing this. And then I started changing. Yeah. You know, even you're so frustrated all day and you're trying to get dinner ready or fold laundry or do whatever. And then they come up and they need your attention. And you're like, not now. Like right. I, I used to snap at them all the time. Yeah, be so me too. Quick, right. So then when I started doing this and releasing um, just my own stuff and then I realized oh my goodness like I wonder how they feel and then they have to carry that forward so so I actually did my own tapping and uh to say oh even though I feel guilty and ashamed that I couldn't be there for them and that sort of thing so then I tapped that away and then so I even did so, so then I found I would, I could just be there. Even if I'm busy, it doesn't matter. I will put whatever down because they need my attention. Amen. And I find yeah. that when you're busy and you just, you just put it down, whatever you're doing, even for 10 seconds, they just want a quick hug or to tell you a quick sentence and then off they go. Yeah. But when you're so stressed and frustrated and in that anxiety, it's so hard to do that because then you think, oh, here's just one more thing I need to do. And that's taking my energy right so but our children we should be able to give them that attention and that awareness whenever they need it right yes I love that you said that I had another author on um where I want to talk a little bit about your book here but uh Tina Cole was on a couple weeks ago beautiful soul wrote this most incredible book and she talks about almost like the cultivation of children um, by us as parents. And she said that is a place that she never compromises anymore now is exactly. when they come home from school, no matter if it's just 15 minutes, she drops everything, checks in with them because that's so crucial because they're coming home from holding themselves all day right? And being, if they're good students, you know, they probably have been overwhelmed all day with and suppressing things on their own. They need to get it out. And that's when they're most likely to act out or be emotional and things like that. So we need to be at our best. And definitely, I think it would be great, everyone, if you guys could think about what is your time schedule like? Wake up a little bit earlier before the kids get up because we're stressed running. Um, Might be a good time to do some tapping in the morning or meditating. And then in the afternoon before you go pick up those kids that pickup line (laughs) I don't have that I walk to the school but people tell me all the time the journeys of the pickup line there must be a psychological Mm -hmm. study in that in itself just to be able to get that stress out before you go get them so you can be your best yeah absolutely so 
So you have a beautiful book. It's almost Christmas. This makes a beautiful stocking stuffer, everyone. I'm telling you, I love, love, love this book. So can you tell everybody a little bit about the book and what inspired you to write this? And, and the funny thing is, <laughs> I wasn't actually, in, I didn't have a book in mind. <laughs> Another I, just, I fell into it thing. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and so uh, it's called The Journey of the Soul Within. Mm -hmm. And it's a book, a compilation of, um, as Dr. Renee had said, uh, short stories and poems about healing, transformation, empowerment, um, self-love. It all falls under those categories, right? So, yeah. so when I started the quantum EFT and started doing um, deeper work using emotional freedom techniques, I started channeling uh, words and sentences and phrases that were pretty deep and that they rhymed. So I'm like, what's wow. this? I'd be driving, doing dishes, whatever. So I started writing it all out and then I, I could write a two-page poem in five or ten minutes that was so quick coming wow. through. And then, um, so I had all these poems and so I was posting them on Instagram and Facebook and people kept saying, you should compile these all and put them into a book. And so right away, I'm like, well, who's going to want to read this? <laughs> right? We all think that, don't we? Yeah. yeah. So I actually used emotional freedom techniques to release that. Oh, wow. Right? Yeah, I did. I use emotional freedom techniques for everything. So, so I was like, who's going to want to read this? So, so what had happened was with all this poetry of healing, I tapped into a past life where I wasn't a writer and I was a poet. Wow. So, so because uh, every time you do a little bit of healing, you tap into something even bigger and greater and grander within yourself. Right. And so, so that happened. I tapped and I didn't even know that I was, that was happening. I had tapped into a lifetime where I was a writer, I was a poet, and I had started just writing all these down and posting them. And then people kept telling me that. So then I had to tap on, um, you know, people... So always underneath fear of failure or yeah. acceptance is fear of success. So what, mm -hmm. once I released that people won't, who's going to want to read this? Then it was, well, who am I to have a book? Yeah. Who yeah. am I to be an author? Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So then I had to tap through that and both were done in like, I'd say 20, 30 minutes by that wow. point. It was so quick to release. But I, I wish I had started tapping on that because I could have had the book out probably six months prior. <laughs> but I sat in this stuck mode for six months. And then I realized, wait a minute, I can actually tap on this. Yeah. <laughs> and well, that's just amazing. See. Yeah. So I'm glad I did. So I have this book of poetry. I hope my intention for it is that will help inspire others to see that they don't need to live in a life of pain and suffering, that there are tools to help bring you out of feeling stuck in life and woe is me and pain and suffering to help transform that and, and transmute those energies so that a person can start to feel, you know, their worthiness, their, their self-love. Everybody is divinely magnificent, but yeah. when you're carrying around all that emotional baggage, you don't feel that, you don't know that. So my book, the intention behind it is to let people know that they are beautiful and they are magnificent. Oh, it's, it's incredible. And not to put you on the spot, but I know as 
any good author typically does. Do you happen to have the book nearby you at this moment? Uh, no, but I can grab it. <laughs> yeah, I was just it's thinking. It's right because, there. Yes, please do. Yeah, please okay. do. Yeah, we don't mind any, any <laughs> clutter here in the end of Revolution, but everyone, I want you to to know that this book actually inspired me. So I'm going to wait for her to come back in here in a moment. There she is. I was just telling the listeners why I wanted you to grab that book because I wanted to give you a little bit of a surprise to let you know your book, particularly one poem in there, or maybe it was a short story. I always forget how we classify things in poetry because I'm so not a poet, but I'm, you know, marrying one, thank God. But let's, let me tell you that I'm actually writing another book. I actually writing two books right now, the sequel to the unbecoming, uh, which is in the knowing. And that one is ongoing. It's going to take a little bit longer than I anticipated because life shifted this year quite a bit. I also am writing a really short book called the goddess mother it's a guide to goddess to the guide to being a oh, goddess beautiful. mother and your goddess poem story in there was what inspired me to write it and I oh, just wow. picked up my laptop that night and just started typing my heart away oh that's amazing all the things that I ever wanted people to know mm-hmm. who feel lost in being a mother who get lost mm. In you know, when they have to adopt their role, as many of us as single mothers or like you pseudo single mothers, because we've got <laughs> the spouse that's always gone, um, you know, that we have to do a lot on our own. We have to adopt yeah. masculine and feminine roles on a yes. constant basis. And sometimes we get lost in those. And I had a hard journey back to my goddess feminine energy. I was so trapped in my masculine energy of anger, bitter mm-hmm. feelings, and just being mom and dad all the time. And so your, your, your one on the goddess was the one that really set my soul free. Oh, so do you have it there? Great. Can you, do you mind sharing a little bit of it? Goddess of light? Yes. Um, there's also the one about rebirth of herself no it, i think it's goddess of light goddess yep, yep, of yep. Light. yeah yeah, yeah. So if you don't mind sharing i know i'm sure I can do this that. is what the inner revolution is all about right yeah. we don't we don't script these shows i have people ask me for questions and i tell them sorry that's not what we do on the show <laughs> oh goodness so when um, the kitty's joining us on the radio show even though you Uh-oh. guys won't see this this is fun okay she's a goddess of light an angelic soul soft but holds a good fight energy between light and dark it's stronger making its mark this dimension only holds space for the bright no room for the dark to manifest its ugly fight she sees she knows she's a powerful soul wise and strong no room for another to uphold The dark tries with all its sorry might to chip away at her beautiful frequency with such a sad fight. Lo and behold, there's no room for dark to pull her down. She's made of light, surrounded by angels, guides, healers, a light the dark cannot get around. Dark used to be powerful in old energy, it's true, but it's no longer welcome in fifth dimension. No room for you. Try as it may to continue the same old ways of spells and dark thoughts directed light's way. But this foolish nonsense of ways will drown dark deep in decay. 
the energy between light and dark, so it goes, only making light stronger that nothing else can uphold. Try as dark lights to continue the fight, but light will always see through and win each day and night. For light reigns power over all that's directed her way. She's so light and so bright that she wishes the dark well and prays for divine to help it along its way. The powerful goddess shoots her divine arrows of light right at the dark, blasting away its nasty old fight. The universe reigns, the goddess so true, applauding her strength and energy whilst no dark can seep through. While the dark sadly continues this energetic fight, the goddess retaliated with pure divine light. I love it. I'm telling you that inspired me so much. Oh, that's amazing. And I had been sitting on this workshop um, called the goddess guidance for like four years and had oh, it loved that. on it. And I said, this is the time to write this book. And now I do a part in my coaching sessions where we do the archetypes of the goddess and right. look at the energy and the healing and all because I read that poem from you. So oh, thank beautiful. you. I know sometimes we don't realize the impact we make on yeah. the world, but you are doing yeah. amazing work. So in closing here, because we're almost getting to the end of the show, I always ask this last question, and it's called the footprint in the sand question, is as you think about the work you've done and the years that maybe you still have to go in this field, what is the lasting imprint that you really want to leave behind through your lessons learned and the work that you do for others? Um, I think I just like to, again, it's just, it's to let people know that there's a way out of pain and suffering. Yeah. Um, and, and to let people know that they are worthy and deserving, yeah. um, of living, uh, the best versions of themselves and living their best life possible. It is so possible to do that, but it's so hard to, grasp that right when, when you're, you're in it <laughs> in it right so that's yeah. my takeaway is to let people know they are magnificent divine beings of light they are worthy of love and living their best fullest life possible mm, so beautiful so my dear friend can you let us know um do you have anything else coming up any events coming up and how can our listeners reach out to you uh, I'm doing some more workshops, EFT nice. and yoga workshops, uh, uh, in a city near me, <laughs> Port Hope, Ontario. So, uh, um, the, I, I don't know when yet, but that's next year and possibly a workshop with you Yes, yes next yes. year. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. They, they, people can reach me, uh, through my email would probably be the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's Jillian at EFT-transform.com. Um, and I'm also on Instagram, uh, at transform with Jillian. Fantastic. And listeners will have all of this contact information on our main radio page. So if you are listening through iTunes or Spotify, you can go ahead to www blogtalkradio.com forward slash inner revolution, or you can follow us on Facebook, the inner revolution with Dr. Renee, and you'll go ahead and see all this information. So, oh, Miss Jillian, thank you so much for being with us today. It has been a true honor. 
Oh, thank you for having me. It was an amazing opportunity. I'm so honored. Thank you. Thank you. And those of you who do not follow Jillian, you are missing out. So make sure that you follow her on Instagram and also check out her website. Um, if you have never done EFT or if you have, I highly recommend you checking the quantum EFT and try that out once or twice for yourself because it really truly made a difference in my life. And I'm a tough not to crack. So if it works with me, it's definitely going to work with the regular citizen of the world. Yes, who isn't as emotionally perplexed, right? So everyone, for Jillian Small, and I am your host, Dr. Renee, thank you again for joining us for another amazing episode. Please go ahead and check us out on iTunes and Spotify, The Inner Revolution with Dr. Renee, and we will be back next week with another amazing episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Inner Revolution Radio Show. If you haven't already done so, check us out on iTunes. And also check out our website at www.transcendentheart.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at Dr. Renee One Life. Have yourself an amazing week.